We are live. Cinco de Mayo. Inside the Minds of Fighting. I'm Jake. This is Cody. We got a nice show coming up today. We got a couple uh, BYB. We got a fighter. We got his the man of the managers. And then later on, we'll bring on uh, Elijah Lane Carlton. He won the stoner. What's it called, Cody? The stoner show. He won enough weed to have a party. He, Let's just say that. Let's yeah, just say he, that. Yeah, yeah. He won a fucking pound of weed. He won a pound kind of, of weed. So, yeah, we'll get him on later on. But right now, we got the warrior of God and his manager, Joe Mack. How you guys doing? Man, we're doing better we're doing than most the next people I know. What's going on, guys? Yes, sir. Just give me a second. I'm sitting up my social media, but Jay, you can start it off. No problem, brother. We're always locked and loaded over here at Rock Solid Combat Sports Management, man. Locked and loaded. I I need to share yet. I'm still talking. I would go talk. First off, everybody, we have a Hall of Fame guy. He's got. I I was gonna. I don't have the pictures on my phone, but I wish you. I would have sent to Jay. You should see the belt. It, I mean, legitly, bare knuckle Hall of Fame. So, he no, just, no, hold on, have, hold on. Let me clarify that. Let me clarify that. I'm in the Universal Martial Arts Hall of Fame. I'm the first bare knuckle fighter that was inducted into the Universal Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Chuck Liddell, um, Couture, Bruce Lee, they're in this Hall of Fame. They brought me oh, in shit. in 2019 because they know the work that I put in behind bare knuckle for 25 plus years to help make it where BKFC could flourish. Cause I was in business with Dave Feldman and Bobby Gunn in the beginning. And I'm not now. And that's a whole nother story for a different time. And Scott Burt, I used to be Scott Burt's special consultant to the hall of fame before Bobby Gunn went and fucked his life up. If y'all know what happened with him. Oh yeah. yeah, he really he really messed his life up. But I was a special consultant with Bert, Bert, uh, Scott Burt, and I love Scott Burt. We had a little bit of a beef and a little bit of a riff. We 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 worked it all out in Cancun, Mexico. I wish nothing but the best for them. I love their Hall of Fame, and I'm not inducted into their Hall of Fame yet. But yeah, fighters that I'm representing, the fighters I manage, fighters like Gabriel Fry. Gabe, get fighters like Jordan Mitchell, fighters like some of these other guys that I've got up my sleeve that I can't tell you about yet, but we're ready to make some noise. We're ready to send a message, and we're ready right now. May 15th, Saturday, Miami, Florida, we're fighting on BYB Backyard Brawls, the Extreme Fighting Series. Gabriel and Jordan are making their bare-knuckle debuts, and I just want to say – Mike Vasquez and to Mel, the matchmaker, everybody involved with BYB, uh, Dada 5000, the fear, the fear Harris. Um, all those guys have opened the door for us, they brought us in graciously. All we've got to do now is go down there and kick some ass and we'll be fighting with them. Yeah, that's what we're planning on doing. Yeah, we'll let you, we'll let you introduce your. Uh... Your fighter here, he I, I keep up with social media and I know he's hungry. I've been seeing the sharing and stuff, but I because I, I want to talk about it because that's the coolest damn ring I've ever seen in my life. That's the coolest. I, I you know what? That's the coolest ring ever. 
buddy. Like, is, I, was, uh, I was not I was not on board with it at first until I saw that it's 20 feet, 20 feet, and 20 feet with 60 degree angles in the corners. It's the smallest combat sports arena where there's a ring, a cage, a circle, whatever it is. This is the smallest combat sports arena in all of combat sports, and it forces the action. How small? Let's get down. Square square feet. I'm not good at math, like at all. Is how many? It, what's the square feet on that? Because there's, I don't know. Have you seen the pit fights over in England where they do, oh, yeah. uh, they do shoot fighting that they used to do, and they do the bowl fighting? Yeah, this yeah. The smallest, smallest. There's, well, just think Woo! about twenty feet, twenty feet, and twenty feet. So it's about probably two thirds the size of a twenty foot square boxing ring. So you, got, you, you better be ready to go in there. You can't. You you've can't. You've got to be ready to go, man. There's you've no gotta dance be around. You got to be ready to fight. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. You're gonna get in there and you're gonna throw hands. And if you trap a guy in the ring, the rings are this. I mean, in the corner, the corners are like this tight. I mean, There's sixty degrees is tight. It's just yeah. north and south. You can't go east and west. It's like basically go forward. You got to no punch. You got to punch and get out. out. You got to yeah. punch and get out. Hey, hey Gabriel, who, who are you fighting? Um, Favale, Ryan Favale, is that what it is? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say his name. That Maybe doesn't even matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, we could be matched against King Kong. We do not give a I was going to say it don't matter. It could be anybody. We don't give oh, a he fuck. Looks hungry. I, he looks hungry. He looks, I keep up. Yeah, I, I know he had beefs on social media and stuff. I know he's been ready to go. And and I, I hate to say it, this is a very cool organization. I know everybody talks about, but the way, I mean, Dada 5000, all the stuff, dude, this is a cool, we're going to be watching. I was going to ask y'all, do y'all get a link y'all can sell? Do y'all get the oh, pay-per-view yeah, link? It's going to be streamed yeah. on stonefaces.tv. Don't put the WW in front of it. And if you follow me on, on Facebook, Joe Mac, Psycho Joe, I'll put everything out there that you need to see. But well, here's the deal, man. This, this, this is a shoot-off, and God bless him, because Kimbo, I met Kimbo several times. When I met him, we were trying to make a fight with him and Bobby Gunn, okay? So I didn't want to like the guy. And I met him in St. Louis after he beat Ken Shamrock in Bellator. Yeah. And, oh, my God, man, what a beautiful guy he was. What a tragedy this was. It was a tragedy when we lost this guy. But yeah. this is a spinoff of what he wanted to do. And you guys know that Jorge, Gamebred, Masvidal. He got Masvidal. I remember watching Masvidal He came YouTube. from these guys, yes. I mean, yeah, I, I've been, I watched 15 him on YouTube. years ago? 12 yeah. years ago? No, longer than that. Longer than that. Probably 18 years ago, man, to be honest. I mean, that, I, I, mean I, remember, I just remember Kimbo in his red shorts just beating the Fuck out of everybody. Well, you know, hey, his first fight when he busted that guy's eyes, that, that's why they called him Slice because he sliced his eye. When he, yeah. he, he said, Hit me, and that guy kept hitting him in the face and he didn't hurt him. I was, was like, Hit me. Is that all you I got? Like, oh, you in trouble now, boy. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, he's, well, he's, 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 he's If you hear him, you can hear the guy videotape and say, Get him, Berg. And I was like, Are they saying Berg? But it was Ferguson. Okay. Berg. Kevin yeah, Ferguson. Berg. So call him Ferg, but after that he got called Slice, Kimbo Slice. I mean, he, slice him and dice him, baby. Yep. But Gabe, Gabriel, what type of fighter are you? Are you uh, are you just straight? Are you coming from uh, just straight MMA? Are you could be boxing? 
Are you a brawler? Like everybody has their, but everybody has their. Thing. Tell them what you got, Gabriel. Uh, Tell them what you've done. I've done a lot, man. I've uh, I'm focusing right now mainly on boxing, but um, I was in karate. I got a purple belt in karate. I got a purple belt in taekwondo. Um, I won a judo open down in Texas. Uh, I'm blue belt jujitsu. Uh, I've trained kickboxing. Um, but right now, right, uh, wrestling. I've wrestled in Ohio. I won my conference in wrestling. Um, I'm, but right now, I'm focusing on bare knuckle boxing. And, I'm focused on this fight next weekend. Right now, it's just with the hands, and uh, I'm I'm gonna see what he's made of. I'm see if he can take my shot, which I got. He will. Gabriel, uh, listen, Gabriel's Gabriel's way too humble to talk. You about too humble. Let me tell you about this athlete right here, Gabriel Fryer. Gabriel Fryer played rugby in college. He played Woo! football in college. He Holy is a U.S. Army rugby. He was a paratrooper. He ain't yeah. afraid of anything. Wait, 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 wait. Boxing. You were a paratrooper? Yes, sir. Yeah. Army Airborne? Yeah. That's what my granddad was. Yeah. That's cool as shit. Dude, you go fucking beat the shit out of this dude. Quit being so yeah. humble. You jumping out of air. <laughs> That's how I found Joe. I've done my talking. I've said what I've had to say. People, the right people know who I am. I got Joe with me now. I mean, I, I'll talk, but I'm just—I'm about business, man. I'm gonna break this kid's face. So, so when you're, uh, so how's this work? Do they have like a what weight class are you in? Do they have a belt system? Or are they gonna have like belts and stuff like that? Or do yeah, they already let me, have? Let me, let me take that for Gabriel. Here's the deal: we fight at 155. Okay, to get this fight and to help out the promoter and the matchmaker, we took this fight at 150. 155 is usually where we're comfortable, but we really like the old school boxing weight classes, middleweight 160, mm -hmm. junior middleweight 154, yeah. super middleweight 168. Yeah. But we're taking this fight at 150. But make no mistake, my boy is coming to send a message. And I have to use Muay Thai mitts when he, when he warms up with me because the first time I met him two years ago in Kentucky, up in Louisville, when he was doing an MMA fight, when I had my little boxing mitt, and he would pop, 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 pop. Dude, the next day, I couldn't use either one of my hands because my wrists were so sore. This kid hey. so fucking hard. He It took me an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes after he hit my hands. I can only imagine what happens when he hits somebody in the head. That's what I was, so um, he wins this, when he wins this fight, do their thing. Is it how, where, like I'm trying, I haven't really. I don't know the contender series how it works in there. Like, what's next? Would like what's is is there a lot of people with a lot of fights in this organization? Oh, absolutely, man. This is you got to remember, man. This is where Kimbo and them started down there. Oh no, that's in, what I'm in saying. South Florida. So so Defear and 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 Dada, these guys are the the ones that brought this stuff to South Florida, but. Yeah. What what I don't know is how they're wanting to proceed forward with this, but I do know this. We've got a fight May 15th in Miami on BYB5, okay, BYB5. We go in there and we win in spectacular fashion. They've got another card in July down in Miami, and we plan on being on that card because we plan on sending a message that everybody in BKFC, in BKB over in the UK, my Good friend Stu Armstrong with ultimate bare knuckle boxing in the UK. 
they're all waiting to see what we do because they're interested in doing some international stuff. James McDonough, James the Mighty Quinn, he has bkwars.tv. He wants to be involved in this. So I'm just telling you guys right now, bare knuckle, bare knuckle is just, it is just now. I'm getting hot, man. I got to. I, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, Joe. You can probably see some steam. Look, I'm burnt up. You'll see some steam coming off my head over here by Sugar Ray and Tommy Hearns fighting back in '81. Uh, right. But we we we, we are we are we are going to be live May 15th. We are going to show live. people, and we're coming to send a message that these Dope. these these young men that I have on my roster they want to prove a point, and we're going to prove it. With these myths right here, dude. So when they're so once he gets his fight, you're willing to fight in any organ. See the cool thing. I don't know. That's why I was wondering. BKFC man. They, I mean, I was there. We were there the other night. Man, they let anybody fight. To be honest, you, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm just gonna straight fucking say it. You know, I, I'm not. I I I I was all about it, but I saw a couple of those guys. They went to their tryouts and they hit their mitts. Their little tryout mitts, and they got hit, and there's some dogs in there. That's what I'm saying. He'll go. I mean, he's a dog. You can see he's a savage right now. He, he. I mean, they. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I've, you've seen some of the people they have out there. Well, it works like this, man. Okay. I have nothing but respect for anybody that gets in a ring, a squared circle, a triangle in the backyard, out in the field, in the street, at a stoplight. I have nothing but respect for people that want to fight like that. But part of the reason what you just illustrated, part of the reason I'm still not involved with BKFC is because I don't agree with some of the things they're doing. That doesn't mean I don't want to work with them. It just means that I have a different vision for what I think bare knuckle needs to be because you're talking to a guy who competed in it for 20 years underground with Bobby Gunn. That's what, okay. Thank you for saying it, Jake. Let's go. Let's go. I've been wanting to talk about that before. Actually, before we talk about the underground scene, I want to. I want to say something. Did you see that uh, they're actually losing money in, in BKFC? You know, Paige Van Zandt only sold five thousand pay per views, and they paid her a four hundred thousand dollars show. You add that up right there. You keep doing stuff like that. That's a big L. I can I, I, confirm nor deny the rumors that I hear about that, but the rumors are substantiated. They, they're hoping Shaq's going to come in and bail them out, I think, man, to be honest. Yeah. I'm just uh, you know, Shaq's a lot smarter than this, man. Yeah. Well, he said he was in level three of uh, financial uh, whatever it is. But, no, that's what I was wondering because, you know, I I said they kind of WWE it. We were there, and and I and I have kids, and we almost brought our, our women and kids to the event. Thank God we didn't because they let their fighters just run around in circles like they're fucking gods over there. Picking fights, throwing punches. There, there was a kid that saw a dude get punched, and he was right beside the camera. A, a little legit fighter punched another fighter, and I'm like, I'm yeah, like, are you lost his contract. Right. That's not right. That's not supposed to be happening. That's not how. If you were to go see a professional fight, that's not boxing, And I'm yeah, right. going to say this. I'm still going to say this. Bare knuckle, in my first love, in my whole life, I can pull a picture over here. When I was a kid fighting boxing, my first love was glove boxing. But bare knuckle, we're about to make boxing look like a fucking pillow fight, man. I, I, I'm, it telling is. Right it now. Now. I'm telling you right now. And these young tigers that I got, 
this young cat that I've got right now here, Gabriel Fryer, the kid hit so fucking hard. Dude, he was hitting me in the hands and making my head see stars. And we're going to show everybody May 15th, BYB5 in Miami. You're going to see. Uh, listen, I don't mind talking smack. I don't mind talking smack at all. But I'd rather show you than tell you. However, the time has come now. We're 10 days away from the fight. It's time for us to make a statement because we're going to come down there and make a statement. And I've got a big, bad boy, Jordan Mitchell, six foot, 250 pound heavyweight. He's and eating good. My too. boys are going for the knockout of the night when we go down there. I seen him on I seen him on social media. He's eating pretty money. good too. The other day he had like some grapes or something, and he's he, counting his calories. When you're counting your calories, you're serious as hell. Mad respect. Well, I had to get him. I had to get him. I, I, we don't want to fight super middleweight, but you know, weight really is not an issue for any of us because my guys are professional athletes. There is no off season in the fight game. It's not baseball. This isn't baseball. This isn't football. This isn't basketball. It's always be ready to fight. Whenever. And I got news for you guys, man. Not only is my boy Gabriel Fryer. Dude, I'm, I'm ready now. I'm like, fight. He's going to be the Oscar de la Hoya of bare knuckle boxing because he's going to bring all the women to the sport. Because Ooh, I mean, the mamacitas. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Holy shit. Finally, so I remember now. I remember a post that was you too. I remember a while back you posted something and Brandon got all pissed off. I remember that now. I remember it now. Holy shit. Brandon, you remember when Brandon got mad? You had your beef with Brandon on social media for a minute? Well, we ain't worried about that right now. We're just worried about May 15th. After May 15th, then we'll talk. Right oh, yeah, now, no. we're concerned about. I mean, you. Gabriel, are you guys got the challenge in front of us? We're concerned about going in to Miami, putting on a show, making a statement, and we will be making a statement. Trust me, these guys are ready. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mess with half steppers. Look, I'm pumped. I'm already ready. I'm not pumped. I'm gonna be there. I'm pumped up right now. Mm -hmm. like, I'm actually, I'm gonna, I'm going. I'm supposed to. I was supposed to. I'm gonna be exercising a little bit. You don't got me so pumped up right now. I'm, I'm gonna be running around. I'm gonna earn an extra mile tonight. I've got myself pumped up. I'm about to go hit the weights. I'm going to drink anyway, extra beer. I'm so pumped hey, actually, up. Actually, Gabriel, <laughs> are you having to cut a lot of weight? Or are you on, like, is it just a, how's the weight thing? Uh, it's just, it's in the other camp, man. It's just five pounds smaller than what I'm used to, but I'll be what good. Do you, What's that? What do you usually cut? Um, what do you mean, from where I walk at? Like, like yeah, how much weight do you usually have to cut? Uh, it just depends where I'm at, man. Um, I can be from 70 to 80. I mean, it just depends on where I'm at. 65 to 80, anywhere in there. Here, here's here's the deal. Let me interject. Here's the deal. My boy has a blessing and a curse, okay? I know you've seen my post, Cody, on Facebook. I see. You've seen, you've seen what my boy's physique looks like. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. He, he, he looks like Dude, looks like you know, hold on. Let me tell you. This motherfucker can live on donuts and look like that. His dad, his genetic dad, is is stacked. But that can be a, a, a double-edged sword. So I've seen, we as we all saw Saturday night with Bobo's fight against Zach. 
That was great. Yeah, he he started a GoFundMe. Bobo started tomorrow. This is the greatest day of my life. I was like, oh, shit. I hope you don't die tomorrow. And that guy fought his heart out. So physiques don't make fights, but I will. That was fight of the night. But I'm going to tell it was fight of the night for me. I don't, I mean, I, did he get fight of the night? It should yeah, have. He got, he got fight of the night. It should have been. Honest, yeah. I told my he wife. Hit his, he uh, hit himself harder going to the ring. One he time, we all heard he's it. walking, he's beating himself up. I'm I like, mean, right, I heard well. it. I was like, This motherfucker, I, you know what? I think he gassed himself doing all that. I, I think he I told my wife, I said, I need to say some of that energy. But here's here's my whole point about that, man. Um, we don't we don't really care who they put us in front of. My guys are going to be ready to fight. Bare knuckle is different yes. than MMA, bare knuckle is different. Than boxing, bare knuckle in a ring with a referee That's is different shit. than a street fight. So what we're gonna do Saturday night, May fifteenth, BYB five. Man, come on, StoneFaces.tv. Don't put the www in front of it. StoneFaces.tv. You're gonna see my man Gabriel Fry, Fryer, and this cat, dude. He hits so hard. His punches are so hard. Like I told you. And I just hit me in the hands, and, and I had a headache from it. Hey, you know, hey, I'm gonna tell you, you're you too you. humble to be knocking people out. Just let me show them, Joe. We don't got gloves on either. It's, it's when our knuckles, our fists. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. I'll tell you right now. Look, you got to. Okay, Joe, we gotta ask you. Okay, so underground bare knuckle is it still is it still around in Tennessee and stuff? It's of course it is. Of course it is. Now now yeah. it's been legitimized, but yes, it's still around. Listen. As long as human beings are going to be human beings, bare knuckle fighting is going to be around. Not in a bar, two drunk guys want to get down. I'm talking about we're going to go settle this beef. Let's go settle it out here. It's still around. But we want to legitimize bare knuckle fighting. We want bare knuckle fighting, real bare knuckle fighting, real hey. bare knuckle fighting. Keep swinging and never surrender. What, what's your crazy story? making this mainstream. And it's going to be mainstream. And I'm telling you, one of the mainstream stars of the sport is going to be my man, Gabriel Fryer. I'm telling you right now. You'll see. Tell, go ahead. Tell, I want to hear what's one of your craziest uh, uh, underground bare knuckle stories you were involved in. Well, I, I tell you, one of the best one was um, uh, when I met Bobby Gunn down in the 90s, down in Florida. I was about 100. <laughs> I was about 175 pounds soaking wet, right? And when I boxed in the amateurs, I fought at middleweight, 165. I only cut weight when I got older. I didn't really cut weight when I was younger because I'm old school. I think we should weigh in and then step into the ring and fight. So if we got a 160-pound guy, we're fighting a 160-pound guy. So we, 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 we fought in this, we fought in this uh, underground. It was actually at, I can't say the name of the gym, but it was in Tampa. It was a gym I worked with, and we didn't do it in the ring, but we did it in the back of the gym where we used to do our wind sprints and we used to flip the tires over. And I fought this guy, and at the time I was like 175, and this guy was probably 215. And I ended up getting these two bad boys knocked out, right? But I won the fight, and I won $2,500. But I had to have three thousand dollars worth of dental work done. So who really won in that situation? <laughs> the I dentist, knew, not monetarily. And I knew that the draw on this, being involved with Bobby Gunn, being involved with Dave Feldman, 
and then seeing Kimbo Slice doing what he was doing, because everything that I did, you guys got to remember, I'm almost 60 years old, okay? I know you can't believe it because I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Just kidding. My wife loves me. That's all I care about. But um, no, man, I've been I've been doing this. I've been doing this my whole life. I love this. It's in my blood. And Dave Feldman, Bobby Gunn, and I were at Madison Square Garden to see a fight. And they and, and Dana White was there. And we walked up to Dana White. And Dave said, Hey, I'm Dave Feldman with Bare Knuckle Fighting. How are you doing? And I just want to let you know we're going to be coming to see you. And he goes, Dana White says, oh, you're never going to get this sanctioned. And he dismissed us. And so Feldman, to his credit, said, yeah, well, I'll see you at the top, Dana. And, yeah. and uh, brother, I'm telling you right now, the only fear I have for bare knuckle right now, here's, here's my heartfelt fear right now. We need more fighters like Gabriel Fryer, more fighters like Jordan Mitchell, young fighters in their 20s and early 30s getting involved in sport. If we keep recycling these UFC and Bellator fighters, I don't want to say old fighters because I'm almost 60, but you're putting guys in there in their 40s and mid-40s. We're actually – we're actually playing with fire. And you know what happened? And when you're you playing on too much money. And you're playing on too much money. I just don't want anything to happen to anybody permanently. This is a young man's sport. However, I do believe that the MMA fighters are the guys that's going to compete in this. But I can tell I mean, you this right now. The all-around athletic fighters like Gabriel Fryer, like my boy that has jujitsu, judo, kickboxing, boxing, football, karate, rugby, bare knuckle. Anything and everything you can think of when it comes to competing athletically, and then when he's got a motivation like his son, Elijah, and he's a paratrooper. Oh, and, wait, 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 you got a you US got a army veteran, and you got us. You said your motivation is your son, that's cool, yes. man. Oh, you, 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 yeah. Talk about talk about Elijah and Brawley, brother. Yeah. How, how old's your son? Oh, he's four, he'll be five. In hey, Bob, Jake's daughter, did she I just turn four? I got a four year old as well, oh, Matt, my, my youngest. Four in uh, September. Gabriel's got oh, two yeah, sons, though. He's well, got two sons. Yeah, I got a dog too. I got a big old pit. He's like a ninety-five pound pit. I got we, me and Cody got all girls at the house. Well, at least your dog's a boy. At least my dog's a girl. I got all. We got all girls. Oh, hey, man, four dogs leaking account. <laughs> <laughs> There's some other people out there saying other shit, but we're not going to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> no, that's I, cool, man. I love hey. my son, man. That's your why, then, man. Yeah. That's cool, you know, because you know, you know, right now, when he's watching, he's not gonna watch. He's probably too little. But you know, yeah. ten years from now, he's gonna be like, man, my dad was cool as fuck, man. Everybody else, look, oh, your dad, your dad's yeah, over ten years. Place. My dad is cool as fuck. No, no, no. Can, I'm talking my about daddy like, can whoop your daddy all day, every day. Yeah, yeah for like, real. You have it's some like your dad's playing to it. softball. Guess what my dad does on weekends? Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. cool. Man. Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome, man. Hey, anytime you got a kid involved, that's your why, and then you know what? It gives you that little extra drive at anything you do. Because I mean, yeah. I, I'm serious. Like somebody call you out in front of your kid, it don't matter if it's fucking Mike Tyson. No, you're gonna try. Right. 
It, so you can throw all the rules out the window when somebody talks about your family. Don't mess with my fucking dogs and they're my family and don't mess with my vehicle. Yeah, don't touch my Jeep. We don't mess with my truck. Hey, yeah, it'd, be, hey, it'd be John Wick 4 if they fucking touch my dog. Cody, Cody loves his truck so much he's sitting there right now. Look, let me tell you what. <laughs> let me tell you what. My dog, I, my, I've had dogs die on my birthday and everything. My 21st birthday, my dog died. Walked in my house, everybody's like, "Hey!" I was like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" I was like, "I was sitting there, I was crying like a dog." So yeah, brother, we're talking brother, about I love dogs. I love at dogs are my favorite people on planet Earth, except for Gabriel Fryer. But I'm gonna tell you right now, what does dog spell backwards? God. Thank you very much. The warrior of God. Holy shit! I just said warrior of God, Gabriel Fryer. And we're going to send a message maybe to Pete. I'm telling you right now, BYB Extreme down in Miami, if you can't be there, watch it on stonefaces.tv. And the cool thing about stonefaces is they've got these crazy Russians that do these slap contests, and they're knocking motherfuckers oh, out with a slap. Boom. Somebody sent me an invite. Somebody sent me an invite and asked me. They tell, It was a 500. I was like, fuck you, dude. I asked Jake. I'd rather take a punch in the face. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I want to be able to hit back. I don't stand there and take it. Oh, Go ahead and hit me. They put they're hitting you with that <laughs> ear. That's the worst thing, man. Well, that, guy gonna... was, that one guy was using the heel of his wrist. I know. I'm like, bro, you can knock you can knock Mike Tyson out like that. I yeah. know. I know. I said, I asked Jake literally. You guys, Jake, I messaged Jake. I said, hey, man, they told me they were going to do this and this. It'd be good publicity for the show. He said, have you watched that? I said, hold on. I started watching. I was like, "Fuck that shit!" I'd rather. I'd rather fight. Rather fight. I'd rather. Let me, I'd rather, let me just tell you guys, man. Y'all, y'all gotta tune in to StoneFaces.tv, BYB Five, BYB Extreme Fighting Series, Gabriel Fryer, Jordan Mitchell making their bare knuckle debuts. I'm telling you right now, Gabriel Fryer should have been here his whole career, but he didn't meet me till a year and a half ago. And I've got him now, and we're going to send a message, and then we're going to send another message, and then we're going to be coming for some other people that have been talking some shit. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take them, and we're going to show them that talk is cheap. It takes money to buy the motherfucking beer. Look, you have mind, you have mind fucked me with the dog backwards thing. First off, I never thought about that in my life. You don't fuck my mind. People go. You know, you know, you know, you know <laughs> I wish you would have, I, I need you to, I need you to, like, Two weeks ago, Jake, if he would have had this call two weeks ago, I think I would have been in Atlanta, Georgia the next day, would I not? He done got me so yeah. pumped up. He done got – we're sitting here like, I'm, it's on. Hey, so, so are you going in? You go, You got any predictions? I know y'all – I know we got to get you off. Y'all no, no, I, got, I got a prediction for you. I got a prediction for you. Pain, motherfucker. Pain. Yeah, Coming from I, my boys. Hey, hey, I was here, here's you. the beauty of it. Check this out. Check this out. My wife, what do you get a load of her? She's my second. She's licensed in three states. She's also a licensed judge, a licensed timekeeper, and she can call the fights better than any man I ever met. Hey, can I ask you a serious subject on a serious subject? Like yes, uh, Alabama, it's legal, bare knuckle and stuff. And uh, we've been, uh, we're, we, we were in really serious talks about open promotion. We was doing something like down here because, I mean, it's great. Can we hit you up off the air to ask you about stuff like that? I've already got all the paperwork. We just don't oh, really got, understand. You got, you got my contact. Hit me up anytime, brother. 
We will, Jay. You just, hey, you Jay. You just down the road from me, baby. I know. I, I, yeah, I, I, my daughter. I'm not too far. Too. I'm in Huntsville, so. My daughter. Oh, uh, we got a you're about a space center, right, brother? Yeah, I'm about 20 minutes. I'm I'm out right now. I'm in Newmarket, so I'm like 20 minutes from the state line down uh, down the Parkway. Straight down. He's about an hour wall. 45 from Nashville. I'm 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 right at an hour 15. Because we go to the hospital. Hey, man, hit me up anytime on all that. I just want to tell everybody right now, May 15th, BYB5, BYB Extreme Fighting Series. You're going to check out Gabriel Fryer. You're going to check out my boy making his debut where he should have been all along. And you're going to see Jordan Mitchell, my heavyweight, making his debut. And we're going to send a message. And we're going to put everybody on notice. And we're going to let know that we're coming, we're coming to take everything. We're coming to crackheads, kick ass, and take names. And we don't even give a fuck about the names. We're going to write them down on our list, and we're going to wipe our ass with them, and we're going to throw it down because we're he, coming to make some noise. He's bringing the smoke. Oh, yeah. Joe, as a lifelong Bears fan, Joe, you remind me of uh, Mike Dicka, 100%. I love Dicka. Hundred percent. Steve McMichael. Hold on, brother. Steve McMichael is a good friend of mine. Oh my you know, shit! McMichael. Holy fuck! You know he's suffering. You know he's suffering from Lou Gehrig's disease. Right yeah, really yeah. sick. I put his Super Bowl ring. My wife and I partied with him and his wife when we all lived down in Florida together. That is big. Brother, Mongo McMichael. Was, I could have put both my thumbs in there and it would have fit. It's his big. Mongo was a big, bad motherfucker. Mongo was a big man. God, thank He's you, man. a big, bad boy. Jake, there you go. Man. The I Bears. Love, I love the 84 Bears, man. I grew up in Chicago. I, I mean, I listen to Mongo every Sunday morning. He does the pregame for the Bears, and I – Oh, you're going into Mongo, oh, Mongo. Right there, yeah, brother. <laughs> that's great but hey thank you guys for coming on we we really appreciate it gabriel kicks the man one of the most humble persons we've ever talked to man for real we gonna break your shot game day man let's try for game day i mean it's it's almost fight week it's pretty much fight week you know yeah y'all hit us up after the you, knockout, you, 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 you see out. how chill, you see how chill, you see how chill Gabriel is, okay? You see how chill he is, oh, right? I see the beat. He's like a volcano. Everything's rumbling down here, right? Oh, you got the right. You ready to go? Goes, nothing's gonna. I know, happen. He got that rock. When we get, it's all over, but the crying part, because my boy's gonna send a message. Yeah, and then we want to we're wanting to come back in July, fight again down there, and then we're going to go hunting for some scalps because there's a couple of hey, people at, been running hey. that been running that dick sucker online, and we're going to teach him a lesson about that shit. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you know what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, look, man, you after know. you knock him off, after you knock him out, and y'all are celebrating, hit us up, and we'll come live and we'll talk to you right afterwards. I'm serious. Let's do it, man. Just this once again. Listen to me. Stonefaces.tv. Don't put the WW in. Stonefaces.tv, May 15th, Miami, Florida, BYB5, BYB Extreme Fighting Series. You gotta check it out. My boy Gary Savage. is gonna make is gonna make everybody take notice. And 
my heavyweight Jordan, Jordan Mitchell's going to do the same thing. So we're ready to go down there, make a statement, and then we want to take all comers. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're going to hit you up straight up. Y'all get on and we'll, we'll talk to you after the fight and we'll come on and we'll, we'll, do, a, we'll do some stuff because we'll be watching. I'm going to get on the link and everything. Thank you, sir. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you all. Thank, thank, you. thank you guys for joining oh, us. Thank you all, man. God bless. I right, see y'all. Bare knuckle forever, baby. Boom. Woo! Jake. Joe Jake. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready, ready to go, go right now. I'm ready to fucking I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Look, I'm ready to start a promotion down here. I'm ready to fucking go down there and bare knuckle in the backyard with him. God damn it. Dude, that is my motivational speaker right there. He needs a I need a wake up call every morning saying, get the fuck up and go. <laughs> For real. Dude, man. Dude. Oh, man, I was going to tell you, Zion was in the inbox. Guess what Zion's doing, man? Huh. I'm going to tell you right now. Zion has got to be one of the biggest, like, I don't give a fuck who you are to fight guys. You know, Zion just fought at 175, right? And he, and, you, and you remember he beat, he knocked Harrison out at Zion whatever. Zion against Pakistani, dude. We've been no, saying for No, 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 no. Guess who Zion's been calling out? Hmm. Hero. Quint Henry. Zion said, I can go to 205. I want to fight you. He had a meme. Look at my Facebook. You can see where he, the meme where he shared it. It's got him. Zion wants to fight he, Quentin. Nobody else wants to fight him, I guess. Dude, so, Quentin, I mean, face to face, dude, Quentin's a big fucking dude. Like, oh, he, oh yeah, he's huge. But you know what? I'm, Zion, he, if you look at him, he's a big guy too, but not like, but you know, as we know in Bare Knuckle, Chris Soros was a massive motherfucker, and that Pakistan guy was way smaller than him, and that motherfucker beat the shit out of him. I mean, the guy was in a fucking POW camp. I mean, if you don't need motivation, right I mean. I mean, that was probably the easiest shit he ever done in his life. For real. I mean, he came from a POW camp in Pakistan. Like, I mean, we're a bunch of Americans. Some shit. A fucking bare knuckle fight, is that's his daily fucking wake up. And think about, you know, like, over oh, we got hunger problems. We got all this problems. When you're in a fucking POW camp, if the guy comes in there and just wants to hit you with a fucking stick that day, he hits you with a stick. If he wants to fuck you in the goddamn ass with a stick, he'll fuck you in the goddamn ass with a stick every fucking day. Yep. And then they put him in there with sorrow. Dude was talking shit, got in his face, hit him with everything he got. But guess what happened? He got knocked That's out. They got the fuck Drew, Drew said uh, that Sorrow threw the fight, but yeah, I was gonna. I ask feel like I'm giving this guy disrespect by not knowing his name. I feel like I should know his fucking name. Chris Sorrow? No, the Pakistani guy. Oh yeah, I gotta look. I'm pulling up the I car. I'm pulling up the car right now. I can't pronounce it. I know, but I'm I'm gonna do my best to butcher it and and see what it is. I uh, you got uh, did uh. Have you, has uh, Elijah? Has he? Have you sent him the link? Uh, I sent him the invite. We'll see what. Uh, what he's I know doing. he. Missed, I know he missed that. Bare knuckle TV's fucking or bare knuckle fighting's website is fucking stupid. You can't okay. even. It only well, shows Sheckler and Burns. Which oh, let me tell you what, man. First off, first off, let me tell you what. I, I'll look him up. Hold on. I seen my face. I've been talking to him on Facebook. I just can't pronounce his name. Hold on a second. I'm really bad about that. 
He's got the weirdest, hardest fucking name. First off, Josh Dyer, when he fought Lorenzo, that motherfucker is a dog because nobody could take what Lorenzo threw at him. I yeah. uh, but hold on, what's his name? Uh, okay, here it is. It's is uh, it, 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 it's Kakar. We're calling him Kakar. Kakar. Kakar is a bad motherfucker. I mean, dude, he knocked that. He knocked that dude out in. Forty-five seconds in the first round. In, Forty-five seconds. Knocked out Chris Saro. And if you lo- if you saw, he was way smaller. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was. I mean, I guarantee twenty pounds. But look, while we're waiting on Elijah to come out and talk about his stuff, I mean, I was, I, dude, that whole card though, there was only what one fight that the Lorenzo Hunt fight that went to a decision. It got. He finished it. In the oh, he round. finished it. That's right. It was a rough side. Very it was good a round, though. That's what I'm saying. Josh Dyer could see. That's the reason he didn't come back yeah, out. It was, it, he stopped in the fifth round, though. But still, I mean, like if you watch a regular, not even like the big crazy pay-per-view fights, you just watch the UFC fight night. Look how many fights go to decisions. That's why those fights go till midnight because every single fight goes to a decision. But look at, I mean, there was what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There was 10 fights. 10 fights. We were there two hours. <laughs> One fight went to round five. And Frank Tate and Josh Burns went to round three. Literally oh. every single other fight, eight other fights, 38 seconds round one. One minute round one. 138 but, round one. 52 dude, seconds dude, round two. 48, 46 seconds round one. Two minutes round two. 137 round one. 111 round one. Every single one I knockouts. Know. That's some fucking carnage the, you know, the first fight the dudes the, the the guy's tooth came flying out well dude that one guy that fought Bobo, his tooth that flew out of his face. 38 seconds 38 seconds into the first round right uppercut left hook combo dude's fucking tooth came flying out of his face you know let me tell you what the fighters did amazing but as a as bkfc organization I mean, come on now. The bell, they kept, they kept, they got to get something situated. The fucking bell, not even knowing, the guys fought for 15 seconds after the bell because they didn't hear the bell. Oh, then, that was Jake, bad. Jake, and I'm going to say this right now. We paid $150. And we had some nice tickets for both of us, you know, just for our tickets. You know. And uh, we were on floor seats. And Jake, what did we have in front of us? That was a, I mean, that was a huge camera, but for, I mean, it's unfair for me because you know how many times I went to Wrigley Field and sat behind a fucking pole, a giant well, Jay, fucking pole. Jay, we were VIP in the floor seats. So what I'm saying is, is okay. For instance, those seats were supposed to be third baseline behind the dugout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt like the, I felt like the guys in the, the seats up above us had better seats because we had to stand. Luckily, we were just fucking standing up the whole time. Those people beside us couldn't even see the pot. You know how many times I've sat behind one of these things, though? Look at this shit. Oh, everything I go to, I get those things. I think it's just bullshit. I'm going to show you. But no, what I was saying on on there earlier, the only thing I know. Do you understand how many times I've sat behind one of these? Look at this is Wrigley Field. Do you know how many times I've sat behind a fucking pole? This is what I felt like sitting behind Did that camera. You, how many times you've sat on a pole? No, look at the fucking screen, douchebag. All these damn poles at Wrigley Field. I feel like every time I fucking go to a Cubs game, I Have sit behind one of these fucking poles. 
That's what I felt like. That's what I felt like with the camera. That's all I'm saying. It, has Elijah messaged you? Uh, I, I don't I just, know. Did you send him the link yet? Yeah. Because he said sweet. So I, he answered. So he should be ready. So, okay. So what, what, was, his, what was this thing? I got, I want to look that up. It was the, what, what was the name of that fight card? Oh, you talking about Elijah? Yeah. Oh, it's the stone. I heard a second. I got it on my Facebook. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Hold on a second. It was like hash something or what was it called? Uh, hot to hold on a second. I, I'm high. Let me just top in stoner. I'm really dude, high rollers. Here it is. It's a H I. It's high and then it's rollers. R O O. High rollers. Hold on. Give me, give me one second. I'll be right back. You got to hold it down. I got to go to the bathroom so bad. Okay. Well, you, I got this, dude. Cause I'm you gotta gonna hold go. it down. I got, I got it the fucking right here. Ready? All right, guys. So, first off, I, the one thing I don't like about the Barrett Uncle, I don't like. I, the federation at, from the event, you got to control the fighters, man. They can't be just jumping up, running around. They got to sit in their seats, man. I know it's cool and things like that, but when you get a bunch of testosterone, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, I saw the Robert Washington and uh, Brandon thing, and I can look at it two sides. First off, one, Robert just got out of a massive fight. He's pissed off, he's still motivated. And then you got Brandon, he's trying to get a fight. Brandon come over there and he ran his mouth to him. And Robert hit him. And it was, I mean, they were kind of square, but they wasn't. But the one thing, there was kids around. So what I would recommend, Nate Shook, Dave Freeman, is to maybe, uh, like, have your fighters set in certain sections. Because I don't want to bring my kids to the event and have, have them accidentally get punched or anything like that. And that's all I got to say about it. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, they're not getting rich. I mean, I mean, it was cool to hang out with a lot of the fighters stuff, but some of them are fucking arrogant motherfuckers. I'm going to straight up say it. I'm like, dude, you fucking, you fucking have an EBT card, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, God damn it. You, I mean, yeah, you went to a fucking tryout. You hit some fucking bags. Great. Shut the fuck up. I don't even know who you are. Walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I, I, I didn't like that because what if, for instance, we would have had, you, okay, for instance, what if we would have brought our women with us, Jake, and they would have saw that? They would have been really pissed off with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Has, I'm going to check my message. Wait, Jake Shields won the high rollers? That yeah. I mean, they have big name people, man. They have some big name people. That there. can't be the same Jake Shields, is it? Yeah, they all. He's a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah, he's a big grappler. Uh, all, uh, look, look, Tasha Woodley's on there. Tasha Woodley's there smoking all the time. Tyron. Yeah, Tyron. But you can get in. You can, it's invite only. You can get in if you have a cannabis or a CBD sponsor. You can register and be put on a wait list, or you can reach out to brands in your area and ask to support you. The only way you get on is if you have weed sponsors. High roll. Yeah, you got to be a, like a top content. They they have. Oh, we got geese, gee and no gee. He does. He does no gee. He does no straight. Gee. Yeah, and let me let me tell you about it. What's cool about it is you know they have white belts, purple belts, and all that stuff. 
this he's a brown belt right now, but he beats every black belt. And no black belt wants to really fight him, right, go against him right now. Because, I mean, I, go on YouTube and you can Google him. It's unreal. He just chokes you out, snaps your ankle, whatever the fuck you want to do. But, I mean, he won a pound of weed, man. Anybody that wins a pound of weed, good yeah. weed. I mean, in my eyes, I mean, I hate to say it if somebody, even though it's you could fight, money is great. But if you told me, hey, you got a fight coming up next week, Cody, and you get a pound of weed if you win, Jake, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going in there to die. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's. Oh, what the fuck happened to my camera? Let's be honest though. If you let's say you do, let's say you win an actual fight, and you win, you know, three. Three thousand, four thousand dollars. That's a good fight purse, right? If you want to fight, you still can't buy good weed. Can't no, I'm just saying. Weed. Let's say you won. Let's say you won, dude. dude Jake, you know how much the guys are making? They're making I'm a thousand. Saying, hypothetical. Play the game with me. If you win four thousand dollars in a fight to fight and you win, what do you what are you going to spend it on? You're going to spend it on weed anyway. So why not just fucking win? It saves you a trip. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, we got we got Elijah calling in. Let's go. What's up? What's up? <laughs> we were just talking, we were just having a conversation. You know, what's what's up, okay. guys? See, first off, man, people don't understand. You legitly won a pound of weed, uh, making somebody tap out, right? <laughs> I did. I did. Coolest motherfucker in the world, Jay. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, if man, I won, it I was fun. Like, like I'd pay a couple bills and I'd like maybe go out to dinner, but like I would buy a pound of weed anyway. So like it just, I'm just saying it saves me a trip, you know, and it, I, I was out in Vegas. So it was like, it was going to be difficult for me to um get the, get the weed back here. And it, it was uh, a risk yeah. too. So like, you know, like, I mean, I've sent packages before. Right. But, uh, right. Not really right. undisclosed. Right. You know? But one of those um, good. One of those good. That's a big package. I, I haven't either. But, um, it's like then I if if it got if the package got intercepted, you know, I went out and won a tournament for no reason, you know, I just like didn't get anything. So what you're saying is I sold, you still so I got sold some pound of weed uh, in Vegas. Oh shit! Jesus Christ! Yeah, I would have dropped it back for you. You could have fucking called me. Jesus Christ! And um, not to, I mean, not to talk shit on high rollers. It was, uh, it was fun, but uh, the weed wasn't as good as they promised. It was kind of shit weed. Oh no, really? They gave you some mids. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were promised California's finest cannabis, and it was a uh, Tennessee gravel. Was, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was, was kind of shit weed, man. It was. I was able to sell it for five hundred bucks in Vegas, and I think somebody was just being nice because really, it was probably only worth like two fifty or three. It was that oh, bad? God. Oh, it was. I mean, it was just shitty outdoor weed. What about the stuff they got you stoned with? I mean, I, I saw the video. Oh, you yeah, had to get obviously, with... like the weed everybody else was smoking there was good. I remember smelling it and stuff. Hell, they hired, there were girls walking around like in skimpy little outfits that they had hired just to walk around and like roll joints and give them out to people. And they were rolling. Oh, shit. Weed. If I wasn't, if they had a guy job for that, I would be the best one. I would be the best roller. Cody, you, I, dude, if they told you, hey, we need you to come roll joints and blunts for this MMA event, you would wear a fucking bikini. Don't even lie. I would fucking, dude, I would ring that <laughs> <up. laughs> Hell, I think those girls were getting paid more than we got paid. Hey, 
Hey, oh, it, is, it is what it is. Pussy makes more money, man. It is what it is. Oh, <laughs> hey, we're, we can actually cuss. We can cuss because we're we're legitly not a uh, – uh, we got the censor thing, so people know that. We can say that. Uh, I was going to say fuck and whatever I wanted to anyway, so. Yeah, good, I mean, good. it doesn't matter to us. <laughs> I don't care. But no. that's crazy, though. So, so I was – like, you do the no-gi fighting, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But you have to get in. So did you get invited in, or do you have, like – a Man, cannabis so, sponsor so, or so you had to get either a CBD or a cannabis sponsor to pay thirty five hundred dollars to get you oh. into the tournament. Yeah, oh, man, it was uh, it was a little uh, little. They got to pay for all that shit wanna, at the beginning. You know, like um, High Rollers is gonna bring me back and uh, make sure I'm set up pretty good. So I don't want to I don't want to talk shit or talk bad on anybody. But um, I went in the whole major to get there because. The sponsor I use wouldn't pay my way, so I, I paid thirty five hundred dollars out of my own pocket to use yep. the brand name that sponsored me to get me there. Oh, okay. and then and then I had to pay my and I was assuming that thirty five hundred dollars was going to cover my travel and my stay, but it didn't. So then I had to pay for flight and hotels. Man, I was su- I'm super in the hole just getting there, but um, you get the either name way, out it there. Was, either way, it was a fantastic event. I got a lot of yeah. media exposure. They're going to bring me back. Um, I'm the champ, so they got to bring me back, you know. Hey, um, who was the guy running from you? I, I was, I, he was a, a black belt guy. He didn't want to. He, he, no, it was it was a brown belt tournament, so he was a brown belt too. But um, his name was Brady Wickland or something like that. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess his strategy was to stall me out till overtime, but then he got beaten overtime, so his strategy didn't work out too well. I mean, there was a few points where he literally turned around backwards. Mm-hmm. And ran the opposite direction as me. Jesus, See, that's, that's like, never I, like, you know, I've seen I've seen stalling and backing up and like disengaging, but this dude literally turned ran. around the opposite direction and ran the opposite way. That's bad. Hey Jake, I was gonna tell you, Elijah competes under the same thing Chell owns, uh, the underground. Yeah, so he I flew from I flew oh, from yeah. Vegas to Oregon. I used to live in Southern Oregon, and I was growing weed out there. And um, so I flew from Vegas to Southern Oregon and went and stayed with my boss that I used to grow weed for and was training at 10 Planet Grants Pass, where I used to train at when I was living out there. Stayed there for a few days, and then we drove up to Portland, and I went and won that match on Submission Underground that Chell runs. Uh, the the fake bad okay. guy, Chell Sonnen. Is he, does he come to them all? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he pretty much commentates all of them. Which is I wish stupid, I, I wish don't I don't know could what share. the fuck he's talking about when it comes to jujitsu. Chell has the worst commentating when it comes to grappling ever. Oh the, yeah, I wish the, I could the, share the video. It's on my phone. I I, I wish I could share. I will figure out somewhere to post it. I, <laughs> I went to uh, I used I used to live in Chicago. I lived in Denver, but when I was in Chicago, we went to uh, King Mover's Rampage card for Bellator. My buddy was yeah. fighting on the card, so we were down. We were down on the ring at the tables, and Chael came out for the pay-per-view or the main event or whatever it was. I had a lot to drink. I'd been there for a while, and I got a video of me yelling out just like this as Chael walks out. Your mother's a whore! And he turns back and looks at me, and as soon as he makes eye contact, I was like, oh, shit. And the camera falls out, and Chael's a scary dude. Chael's a scary dude. But he, but you're right. He can't commentate. Very well, well, he don't have a fucking clue about submission grappling, man. 
No. Yeah, he, might know, he, he knows about MMA and wrestling, obviously, but he don't fucking know what he was. I mean, just listen to his commentating on the Is he a dickhead matches, in real life? He's a straight dickhead in real. I've, I haven't really spoke to him that much in real life. Even like, um, even at the show, like he was there and I seen him around, but I really, really didn't speak to him. His manager woman that runs the thing that's on Facebook, she was yeah. fucking, They're supposed to be getting somebody on there, somebody from the organization, because I, I, I keep up with everything. Just not MMA. I like all kinds of – my daughters take jiu-jitsu, all that shit. And, uh, like, when I was talking – we had Billy on the other day, and he was, I was talking about the stoner thing, and I was like, this is crazy. But then the Chell stuff, that's, that's some – you've got some high-level competition in that one. I mean, that dude didn't even deserve to be in the cage with me, man. I don't know if you saw the match, but I tapped him twice. Yeah. I, I, that's what we were wondering. I, I think that's what I was. I was. I mean, like, that, I mean, it's it's obviously a professionally ranked card and like advertised really well. But um, I was on the undercard and I was up against some black belt that was from the Portland area. But that dude had no business being on stage with me. What what do they do? Like, uh, how do they do that? Do, they, do you get to pick your like you? Like, how no, do you get, I just, do they just pick it? I got hit up and. Uh, by my old coach Andrew Alexander, who runs Tenth Planet Grants Pass, and I've been on Sug two other times, so I've I've had three matches on there now, and I've won all three. And the last time I was on there was probably like three years ago when I was living in Oregon, and I've been begging them to bring me back on, and they've just been ignoring me and not and reading my messages and not re- not replying. And finally, Andrew hit me up talking about a match with this dude named Don Stoner. Yeah, and, that, uh, that was what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, and uh, he. Uh, uh, I mess started messaging Heather and she's like, Do you want the match? I was like, Yes. She's like, Ari's confirmed, it's happening. And I shit you not, I get I, I click out of Messenger with Heather and I click on Instagram and I'm scrolling through Instagram. And Don Stoner starts like liking some of my videos on Instagram. He's stalking my Instagram. <laughs> no less than five minutes after that, I get another message from Heather on Facebook and she's like, All right, the uh, he doesn't want the match with you. Uh, he wants a black belt. And so this yeah. dude like went and stalked my Instagram and seen all these matches of me like fucking people up. And he was like, oh, shit, I don't want to match with that dude. <laughs> That's what I was talking about earlier. That's what I was I've wondering. Got the, I've got the guy. screenshots and like the time and everything. I'm like, look, it was a five-minute time radius between like him liking my pictures or her saying the match was confirmed, him liking my pictures on Instagram or my videos on Instagram, and then her coming back to me and saying, all right, the match isn't on. And I was Isn't like, he calling Gordon Ryan out? Isn't he calling Gordon Ryan out or something? I don't know what he's doing. That dude's an idiot. What, 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 your, what do you think about Gordon Ryan? I'm just curious. I keep, I like grappling, and everybody has oh, their he's, opinion. He, he's the king, man. Um, I, I would like to consider my style being uh, very Gordon-esque. Every, a lot of things I've learned have come from his instructionals and his DVDs, and I feel like I've got a very Gordon style mixed in with a lot of my own shit. Is that is that is somebody on his team? Would you are you looking to compete? Have you, is that one what you would want to do? Compete with somebody? His, I've I've went team? and trained with those guys in Puerto Rico, and I'm I'm pretty cool with most of them. But uh, I've had a match with uh, one of their guys, Ethan Crelestine. About a, uh, in December, I bet him five thousand dollars down in Tampa, Florida, lost, and uh, yeah, but he's uh, he's ranked like top ten in the world at his weight class. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. See, Jake, that's what I was gonna say. See, a lot. It's not like MMA and stuff all the time. But why does it just take five thousand dollars to a gym and they gamble like that? That's how they do it, man. That's crazy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. man. It's just and and that, now nobody wants to like. Every time I mention money, no people are backing out. It's like nobody wants the matches anymore. It's like it's getting really hard for me to find matches because I'm showing up with five thousand dollars and it scares these guys. Well, I mean, yeah. If you if you say, hey, I'll bet you five thousand dollars, you're fucking talking. 
No, hey, do you? Let me ask you something. Do you have people that are like, hey, man, you're gonna go do it? I'll give you a couple hundred. You bet it, and you do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty blessed to have a like a good following. Like uh, my brand name, uh, the bad guy. It's like it's blowing up, and I got a lot of followers. And I've just got like this um, disposable income that I can just like grab. That I'm just like, hey, who wants to see me have a match with this guy? And people are like, yeah, I'll throw you a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you two hundred bucks. I'll throw you five hundred bucks. And um, it's like I feel like I've done it. Like with the the match with Ethan, I, I came up with five thousand dollars in like three days. Literally three days of just posting on Facebook and like people just messaging me out of the blue. People don't even know. Just so, like, yeah, Venmo would be I'm, I'm in. You're talking, to, you're talking to a couple of degenerates, dude. I'm fucking okay, in. Let me, that's what I let was me know next time you need a fucking bankroll. I got you. We'll can, dude, we, yeah, we're gambling. I'll take it. I'm fucking in. I'm a gambler. That's what I was trying to say, Jay. I was going to. There ain't no Hell money, yeah. there ain't no money in this shit, man. Like I could yeah. like I mean obviously like you gotta like, sell your man. image, your brand. I don't know you, if y'all watch the, I don't know if you watched the um the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Um with uh Gordon Ryan on it just the other day. But yeah, uh, I was yeah. Gordon Ryan uh, made like a million dollars in one month this year. Um and like only twenty five percent of that was from grappling. So it's like, you know, he's making a lot of money, but unless you're Gordon Ryan, um there ain't there ain't fucking money in this, man. You can be like, there's fucking ADCC fucking world champions out there that aren't making any fucking money. You know, it's like unless you have like a brand behind you and you're entertaining and like you're able to, to promote yourself and market yourself, like there's there's no money in it. Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing I have going for me that a lot of these guys don't. It's for one, I'm entertaining, whether I lose or not. Like my style is very entertaining. And people love the bad guy. People love my style. People love the shit talk. And people just want to give me money to watch me watch me compete. Right. So right now in the in your game, who who are you looking at? You wanna who who do you feel like you would want to go against and they and they're not really talking? Is there like a, a name out there or something? Um, there's several names like in the one eighty five weight class. Um I'd so love nice. to have a I'd love to have a match with like um there's a whole team out in Texas. Um I want either Justin Rennick. I want Cody Steele. I want William Tackett or his little brother, Andrew Tackett. Um, I'd love like John Combs, um, Roberto Jimenez. Um, I feel like I feel like I could beat most of these guys, and these guys are all sleeping on me. Um, it's like, and I'm like, and I'm talking shit to them on Instagram every day. Like, hey, I got thousand dollars. I got five thousand dollars, and they're just like, and then all their little like their little fanboys are talking shit back to me on Instagram, like. Talking major shit, and I'm like, like why are you talking you shit to me? Like, I'm literally trying to offer you, you money. Like, I don't get Who it. Doesn't if, you, like if, you think I, if you think I suck, then come take my fucking money. Hey, what about this guy up here? Uh, I, I'm gonna ask you. This, I, I'm right here. I'm in Pebble, Tennessee, on the Huntsville line. Yeah, Huntsville, Alabama line. I always see this guy. That there's a guy trying. They keep always saying that you got to fight, that he's gonna beat you, and all that stuff. And think. That's where my kids used to do it and all that stuff. And I was just curious. I don't really know. I think Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel O'Brien. <laughs> Daniel O'Brien. Hey, <laughs> oh, man. He, um, so it started like back in the day, like three or four years ago. He, um, I, uh, it was, dude, funny story. So it actually has something to do with Chelsea Sonnen and the Submission Underground. So I was actually friends with Daniel O'Brien. I went and trained with him a few times. And I wasn't maybe not friends with him, but I had trained at his gym a few times, took some privates from him. And uh, it, it, did you ever see where he went to that tournament blindfolded? Yeah. Yeah, he went to that tournament blindfolded, and I was like, man, that's a dick move. 
And so it was after either my first or second match on Submission Underground. I talked to Chell directly, like after after my match. And I was like, and I was like, have you ever heard of this Daniel O'Brien dude who went to this tournament blindfold? And he's like, Yeah, I seen that on Jujitsu Times or whatever. And I was like, Make me and him the main event, and I will, uh, and I will fuck this dude up. And um, and I'm just like talking shit, trying to get. I'm I'm a purple belt at the time. I'm just talking shit, trying to like get on the main card. And so I messaged Daniel. I messaged Daniel, and I'm like, Hey man, like Chell's offering to like pay our flight, pay our stay, and pay us both like twenty five hundred dollars to be on the main card, to be the main event on this card. And I was like, um whether you fuck me up or not, I'm like, dude, we're, we're getting paid. And like, we're getting, we're getting to stay out in Portland, Oregon. And like, he just like absolutely shit all over me. And was like, um, talking about like, he, like I didn't deserve a match with him. And he was just like putting himself on this pedestal. And ever since then, he was just like very disrespectful in the way I was very respectful. How I rep- approached him with the match. I was, just like, hey, I, I was just like, Hey man, let's get fucking paid. Like, and he was just very disrespectful to me. And since then, I've just been talking, like, major shit to him. Like, every tournament I win, after I get done, I'm like, Daniel O'Brien, where you at, motherfucker? And um, we've, had words, we've had words back and forth here and there. And uh, I, I used to just, like, he, like, he has a really funky style. I don't know if you've watched his Instagram or stuff. He's got a lot of weird techniques, like, especially, like, escapes and stuff like that. And I still, I still use some of the stuff that he showed me. Um, this good technique, but he'll post some stuff that I'm like, man, that wouldn't work. And so I literally commented on his Instagram, like all the time, just like poking at him. And, uh, finally, like six months ago, he, he blocked me and, uh, like sent me this long message telling me how it was a, a stain on grappling and like how he would never bless me with the honor of having a match with him. And, uh, just, just think, is that why he has long hair? He thinks he's Jesus. Dude, he's he's whack. He runs a he runs a little cult down there in Coleman, Alabama. All his little students think he's like the shit. And all right, last time he competed in Nogi was on EBI, um, probably like three years ago. And he got hill hooked by this dude named Patrick Donabedian, who is a uh, who at the time was a uh, a tenth planet purple belt and still a no name. Like who knows who Patrick Donabedian is? Nobody. Um, he was a no-name purple belt in the 10th planet system and he'll hook Daniel like really easily within like 45 seconds. And um, he just, that, that's a major hole in his game is the hill hook game and he knows it. And he knows he would get scrubbed by me. That's why he won't take the match. So so how much money have you offered him? Um, I don't, I honestly don't know. Um, it'll never just, happen though. It, it, it won't ever happen unless, unless he just happens to be in the Nogi tournament that I'm in. But like I said, last time he competed Nogi was years ago and I doubt he does it again. No, I'm talking about like your competition. Like how much have you offered to go compete against him? Like, um, I'm not even sure. Um, I'd, I'd have to go back and look through my messages. Cause look, I have a lot of his people that are, are, I just sent a bunch of messages that you need to check this out. So, so I'm, trying um, to, I'm trying to set it up, man. I'm trying to set it up right now. Dude, I honestly got a lot of respect for Daniel. He's a fucking world-class competitor in the gi and no gi. Um, but you know me, I'm, I'm a broke-ass grappler out here just trying to fucking make money and, and make a match, you know? And it's like, to this point, <laughs> like at this point, like who the fuck knows who Daniel O'Brien is? Um, not many people, you know, but people, people know who I am. So honestly now, like it would benefit him to take a match with me. Like when I was talking shit to Daniel is cause I was trying to grow my name. And now like, and now the tables have turned. It's like, if he took a match with me, it would up his following. 
Yeah, that is true. So it's that's what fact, I was born. Man. Look, I mean, you, I mean, when, when's the bank? When when you need bankroll? We're talking. We got we're, dude. Like I said, dude, it's it's not going to happen. He knows better. But um, <laughs> I have a, a five hundred dollar bet match with one of his black belts this weekend in Alabama at the AFC Grappling Card. Yeah, I saw that. Tell me about that. That's what I was going to ask you. About. Uh, his name's Billy Bailey, and um, yep. honestly, he's a really nice guy. Um, I don't know if I've ever met him, but I've talked to him online before. Um, super, super nice guy. Um, he's got respect for me. I've got respect for him. Um, he got hill hooked a few weekends ago at this Bigfoot grappling challenge by some no name purple belt that like from like Illinois or something. And, uh, I see me finishing him pretty, pretty easily, but, um, I'm sure Daniel will be there in his corner. So what, what's up with you and uh, Billy? We talked to Billy Swanson the other day. He loves you. Are you guys boys or? Yeah, man. He's uh he was in my gym this morning, but I teach at his gym on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Okay, all right, all his right. Gym's yeah, right we had him like a couple weeks ago. Chattanooga, right down Chattanooga, right? Yeah, he's in he's yeah. in like Hickson, which is like just fifteen yeah. minutes down the road from me. Yeah, he's an hour, he's an hour thirty two minutes from me. I already googled it we, last time. I already know where I know. <laughs> I, I look. I, I'm gonna come down there, man. I got people trying to choke me all the time, man. I gotta get. I gotta get some good skill training, and y'all the best. Yeah, dude, we're here. Yeah, I told Billy that I'm. I'm getting situated, but uh, yeah, dude, dude come to the come to the AFC grappling card this weekend. It's Saturday. I think it's in Fort Payne. We're going. Yeah, we're I, going to the one in Rainsville. We're going to the MMA one. Uh, come. I was gonna ask you: Are you are you ever gonna go into MMA, or are you just strictly grappling? Um, there's just like. I just don't think there's that much money in MMA either, man. Um, especially unless you, unless you're a Conor McGregor, you or know, you and sell it's like, tickets. and it's like, and, and I could sell tickets for sure, but it's still like, I think the 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 amount of training and camps you have to put in, and just like, I just don't think there's any longevity in it, man. It's just like, you you get CTE and you get punch drunk, and it's just like, if I was gonna do it, it would be like way later in my career when I was like 35. I feel like I've got. Honestly, without MMA, it's like I've got 20 solid years of competing in jiu-jitsu. Like, I'm 25 years old. You know, I could be doing this until I'm 45. Yeah. And everybody, everybody's and taking like if it I started, down. If I started training striking now, it's like one punch could, like, end my career. You know, and I've, like, I've got so much momentum behind me that, like, why would I risk that for – to to That's I don't true. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. Hey, grappling's picking up, though. It I is, mean, man. The, the, it, it is it's like up. it's 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 the um it's just the beginning of like how big grappling is today and i've like i said i've got so much momentum behind my brand name the bad guy man it's like i don't know why i would ruin that by getting punched drunk have you seen combat or have you watched any of the combat jujitsu and stuff how they're yeah i've had i've had two combat jujitsu matches what about that do you like that that that's pretty cool i don't know if you've Dude, seen yeah, that yeah I, I enjoy watching it and i enjoy doing it um it's not something I'm like trying to pursue. Like crazy, I don't think man. it's ever going to be very big. Like um, it's crazy. definitely really cool. And I've had two. I've had one against a, a black belt and one against a brown belt. I won both of them. Um, and Did it was fun. I actually Did didn't get- throw. I didn't throw any strikes in uh my second one. I think I, I threw like I had already locked up the triangle in my first combat jujitsu match, and I threw a few strikes like while he was locked up in my triangle. But well, and like I, beforehand, like I didn't throw any strikes. It was just like purely grappling until I got into the dominant position. And see, a lot of people, that's why I'm telling you right now, a lot of people don't know you're one of the best grapplers in around in America, you know, and uh, just like coming in 
and training with you a few days. You know, people train all the time. You're worth the two-hour drive, the three-hour drive once a week because I've seen your videos, man. Your matches don't last long at all. I mean, you literally – I don't know what the fuck you do, but you like – like it looks like they just run up to you. You grab the mother – I was like, I don't know if he's giving them money after or what, but you just fucking dogging him like crazy. <laughs> man, it's um, I don't know. I've, I I got a certain style, dude. I really, I really like lull people into this sense of comfortability, and then strike. I, re- I really, I, I really make people feel very comfortable in in their attacks, and uh, play very lazy until I'm ready to strike, and then it just it hits them so fast and so hard they just don't. They, they, I leave most people with like scratching their head. Look, like most, you can watch my matches. Like after I tap people, I can't tell you. I've probably got, I've probably got a list of twenty five people that I've tapped out in the last few years that tapped out and said fuck immediately. They tapped and they're like fuck, like they because they Your literally just don't fucking know what happened to them. They're like, what the fuck just happened? See, that's what. See, I was looking. I, I would come. My daughter's got a game Saturday morning. I couldn't look. All our fighters. I I want people to punch me because I'm like a real fan. So when you're down around Huntsville or something. We're going to have to go live, and you're going to have to do one of your moves on me, man. Jake, Google it, man. I'm going to stand there just like those guys do. They don't – and I don't I know. Mean, we, took that, we took that Joe Elmore – we took the Joe Elmore forearm punch. Look, this dude got so fucked up the other night, and he said – I'm the crazy one, right? And I'm talking about letting people punch me. And I was like, man, Joe was talking about you hit the arm and you numb their arm. That's what you do. Jake, about 12, 15 beers in. Hit me, motherfucker! And he's just like Joe hit him in the fucking arm. I was like, "Oh my do god!" Do y'all live in the same area? Yeah, I'm, right. in, I'm in Huntsville. He's in Fayetteville. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah we're out of line. But, but yeah, we had like Sam and stuff. But like, like when you're around up here, I'm gonna get with you, and we'll we'll go. It's funny. You'll get a bunch of views, and I'm gonna. Do y'all, I, I do y'all both train jujitsu? I I did. I don't. My daughters do. I don't train. I grappled for a while, but right now I'm in a in a serious boxing training. Yeah. Dang, He's a beef with someone. I haven't wrestled since high school, so I mean, I still what? got it, maybe. But <laughs> a lot. This is apparently, serious. I drank so much. Apparently, I called out the 135 champ and told him that was my belt and blah blah blah. I don't really remember any of that. But <laughs> look, no, no, I did the 135. I strip off the Gilmore the Girls shirt. I'll get to 135, no problem. I'm a little. I'm a little they used to wrestle 112, so. I can Jake's the 125 champion. That's what he kept saying all night. I'm the oh, 125. Yeah, hey, but uh, no, when I was talking to Billy, I was like, yeah, the reason why I was, I was like, man, this guy keeps saying he's going to snap my neck. We're not going to fight. He was like, well, you know, like, come down here. We'll we'll show you how not to let him snap your neck. You know, because that's what he kept telling me. Because Tennessee, Tennessee, I passed my one physical. They're going to approve me for a pro, whatever the fuck I want to do in Tennessee. And this guy's been talking about my kids stuff. So I was like, well, let's do it. So uh, I'm gonna have to. If, if it gets into the series, I will travel to Chattanooga because I don't. I don't really want nobody to snap my neck. I don't. You know. Said nice man. To. You better. You better come up here and get some practice, bro. Dude, it's serious shit. Man. It don't. It don't come out. It don't come overnight. Oh, I know that. That's what I. I was, that's what we're talking about. It's a traveling thing. But no. Hey, do you have sponsors? Anything you want to shout out to? Um, dude, uh, the PGF. You can see my rash guard, man. You know what's up. Um, I'm sure you've That's seen cool. like, the PGF seasons I'm in. Um, Brandon McCatherine's uh, little yeah. um, grappling series he's been doing in Decatur. Uh, Brandon McCatherine's a man. Um, I've uh, a few sponsors. Yeah, I got this smoke shop down the road that sponsors me. Roll One, um, Matt Viper, um, 
he sponsors me. He did some custom shorts for uh, High Rollers. Shout out to High Rollers. Um, shout out to my gym, Southside Jiu-Jitsu Club, you know. Awesome. And I also yes, shout out to Stoner for not taking the fight, though. So oh, I'm, that, I'm just that, sure that, that match is going to happen. We're going to hype that one up. That one's going to be oh. on Submission Underground for sure. Look, I'm gonna I'm literally gonna tag him on Instagram like right after this, like straight <laughs> up, like because I because I I mean he's got the best. I mean he's a fucking stoner name, but when you when you unfollow somebody and that that just I mean what's the word we call that, Jake? When you challenge somebody and then you unfollow them and then you don't was it bitch? That's <laughs> bitch, stoner bitch. That's it. Hi hey, man, I've always been looking for a stoner bitch. There he is. There you go. <laughs> But anyway, man, yes, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for and coming on. Absolutely, when you man. Here, it was fun. Awesome, man. All right. Thank, thank you. If you ever need, you know, next time you uh, send out that mass message for uh, a bankroll, let us no, know. Absolutely, dude. I'll let you guys know. Uh, I got I got a lot. I got the bad guy on the money line. Dude, but absolutely. I need it. I'm a I'm a broke motherfucker. I need some money. We bet we bet on stupidest shit you've ever seen. I'm just trying to tell you. Like, well, bet like, bet on me. It's the best best bet you'll ever make. I know. That's why. I'm, yeah, awesome. We'll hit you up. Hit us up. All right. Thanks, guys. Boom. Thanks, sir. Have a good Jake. night. Thank you. Peace, Jake. Jake, that's cool, man. So I was sitting there. Think about it, Jake. When you betting people five thousand dollars to come do it, that's, that's some real deal shit, man. Dude. That's what that's I was like trying to street tell you. Race. That's like how street racers do it. Like fucking underground street racers. Just like, here, fucking, here's five racks. I'll fucking race you. Like, he's like, here's $5,000. Let's fight. I'm going to tell you how badass he is. You Google him. You can watch 10. You probably watch 50. No, probably 20 of his things within 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. They don't They don't last more than a minute. He, I'm literally, he grabs their ankle and they, and they, I'm serious. That's why I was fucking, I don't know what the fuck going on. In that situation, but he 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 is like Gordon Ryan. I'm glad he said that because I thought he act because I watched that. So just when Does you look at that it, from out here or no, who Gordon Ryan? No, go, no Gordon Ryan. He's a uh, from New York. He's he uh, was a Puerto Rican. Who's that? that who's dude, that Decatur dude? I didn't know that dude's name. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Oh, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Yeah, he owns Triad uh, in Coleman and all that stuff. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I let me ask you something. I know you're not into grappling as much, but you want to see that now, don't you? You want to see that fucking fight? Throw some money down on that one. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, I watch college wrestling still. Like that shit's oh, fucking shit. entertaining. If you watch right? that, if you watch that, you'll love this. Guy. Yeah, dude. NCAA wrestling, so entertaining. Look, hey, Google, uh, combat jujitsu. They fucking punch in jujitsu. That's what yeah. I was wondering. It's crazy. But dude, I was going to say it, man. We did have a special guest tonight that we was going to have. I'm not even going to say the name. But once again, Jake, what happened tonight, Jake? Did, did somebody he or shit she bitch out. Why? Why did they bitch out? Because of fucking poor management. Okay, first off, guys, I, this is the end of the show, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my little hard rant right here really quick. If you're not making, we ain't got no viewers right now. It's all right. I'm the only viewer. I got us popped open in another window. It's okay though. We'll get viewers later on. You gotta think that we usually get two to three thousand views off of it. So down the road, I'm just gonna straight up say this right now. I don't give a fuck about live viewers. Is that if you're only making three thousand dollars a fight, you don't need a fucking manager, and right. don't hire manager. Don't hire. What? What did? What? What? What was the word Jake said the other night? That looks like what? 
What does the manager look like? Fiona? Oh, uh, uh, Spence Olchin. From King of Queens. Spence Olchin from King of Queens. Don't know how to fucking tie their tie. Don't, you know, and let me say this right now. If you're, if you would not show your mom and daddy your management company, don't fucking hire them. Go, guys. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. They, told, they, they literally told this person tonight, you can't come on our show because she, they're afraid that we're going to ask questions to make their organization look good, look bad. And that's fucking, if you're running an organization like Hitler, what the fuck's going on, Jake? Yeah. Anyway, but that was a good one tonight, Jake. I'm pretty pumped up about the. the, the I'm ready. Up. I'm so fucking hungry. I got the munchies so bad, dude. I gotta go eat something. Hey, I, we got some taco shit. It's cinco fucking tonight. Hey, listen. Hey, what do you I think? Know, I'm I'm going to make some right now. What do you think right now? Oh, hey, we're gonna have Tiger Energy drinks on the next show because he's sending us some right now. So we gotta give out a shout out to Tiger Energy. Tiger Energy. Gonna, I gotta give Hillbilly a shout Hammer. Out. You see the Hillbilly Hammer beers out. Yeah, Jake, I'm giving her, I'm giving like kind of sponsor shout outs right now. They really hammer beer. He really hammer your energy. Uh, uh, the monkey, uh, flying monkey. Flying mo and I can tell you right now, dude, we're straight stoners, but this fucking new, uh, what's this shit called? Delta A shit in our state. I, I, I fucking like it better than regular weed, man. Yeah, so I'm good. flying monkey. So shout out to Tiger Energy. Flying Monkey, uh, Tennessee Moonshine. We need more spots. Anchor FM. Shout out Anchor FM. Yeah, that's it. Look at Anchor FM because some of our best interviews were not live. And we got to edit stuff. We got interviews with Brandon. We got interviews with Sam. We got interviews with the guy. We got interviews from, with fucking celebrity Eric boxing Damon Feldman. We got interviews with UFC star Eric Anders. Who else, Jake? We have so many fucking. We have, I mean, we, oh, Bobby, uh, we have a UFC referee, Bobby, which we're hoping we're going to get him on. He's, he's going to be there with the Connor fight coming up. What I'm saying is, is we just don't really act it, but we're some bad motherfuckers. Look, look at the screen, anchor, and you know, look at it because we know, we know who we are. Talking shit right now, Jake. But anyway, I'm good, man. Yeah, up. That was a good one. Look at our stuff. We even talk about Aaron Carter on it. <laughs> but I All got right. nothing else. Hey Jake, we need a slogan. You gotta say